Welcome to Unchenuine Strength Podcast. This is a podcast where female entrepreneurs from all over the world come together to inspire, empower, help, and encourage women to start living the life of their dreams. Our guest speakers, worldwide entrepreneurs with different backgrounds and niches, share their most valuable tips and advice to help you follow your passion and build a successful business. I am your host, Andrea C. Krause, Mindset and Business Mentor, and the founder and owner of Unchenuine Strength Podcast and Online Magazine. Welcome, Angelique Wiesman. Angelique is the CEO of Virtual Executive Accelerate Solution, and you specialize in events and project project management. Oh my God, that was a lot to say. Hi, Angelique. How are it you? It is a lot to say. I'm good. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you for having me, Maria. It's a pleasure, honor to be here. I'm really happy um, to be your guest today. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I said to Angelique before we started the podcast, I will try to read this the best of my abilities, but you will have to, <laughs> you will have to uh, explain a little bit more in detail what do you do and how you help um, people out there. Sure. So, um, Virtual Executive Accelerated Solutions um, is that because my last name Beesman, and I run a virtual business and it's for executives. Um, and I want to, what I want to do is accelerate their business and provide them solutions. So that's kind of where the name came from and the, and the idea that it was the first four, four letters of my last name. My husband was particularly proud of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All that being said, we are going through rebranding <laughs> and we'll be rebranding and launching a new business name and um, logo and all that good stuff um, and a brand new website later, um, later this month, hopefully um, just in a couple of weeks. But um, so I do, uh, as you said, you know, event and project management. I do live events, virtual events, um, you know especially right now with everything that's going on um, with the pandemic, um, a lot of businesses are trying to go virtual. And so um, that's what we do is virtual business. And um, lots of businesses now too, I noticed almost immediately there was a virtual summit of healthcare providers yeah. about COVID-19. And um, I thought that was so cool that they immediately got online and did a virtual summit. So again, that's one of the things that um, we do. And um, virtual summits, giveaways, things like that. And uh, also do live events, um, retreats, um, one day, you know, meetings, or even just a half day meeting or just an hour or two meeting, whatever mm -hmm. it may be, depending on the size. I've, I've conducted live events from, you know, just small board meeting type scenarios to two or 300, you know, two to three day conferences. So That's awesome. I have a lot of experience in doing that. And um, I love doing that. And I, I love doing the project management and in business, we were uh, chatting earlier, just about anything you do within business is um, there's, you know, there's a project and you need yeah. someone that can um, keep a finger on the pulse of the project, keep it going, keep it moving along and make sure all the moving pieces are moving together in the right way. And so that's what I love to do. That's a great, that's a great service you provide, Angelique. It's like for myself, I've done a few online summits and I know for some people might think it's like, okay, you get people together and it's like, okay, everybody does their slot, but there's a lot of work behind it. There's a lot of it. It's just like with the time slones, 
with the different niche, like try to put people, you know, try to, it, try to organize yeah. that. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So I remember I did yeah. it. I, I did it. The first time I did a summit, I did it. I, I recorded everything. So I was like, okay, that was a little bit easier. But then it was hard because people wouldn't be able to interact. So the second one, I was like, okay, we'll do this one live. And it was just like, oh my God. It was like three o'clock in the morning, one side, like, you know, <laughs> it's like seven o'clock yeah. in the morning on the other side. But it, it's good to have somebody providing the service you have, like it's because it is. It's it's a lot of work that goes behind it. Um, email sequence, yeah. reaching out to people, getting the whole thing like that is out in social media and it's well organized and well advertised as well. Is that part as well? Yeah. What do you what do you offer in your services? Um, so one of the one of the things that. Um, that I do a lot of as a quote unquote project is social, social media management for small business. And, um, so I, I'm the one that goes out and curates the content, creates the content and then schedules it and make sure that they, you know, they at least have, for instance, something to post three to four times a week, depending on the, depending on the business, some businesses, um, I, d I deal with a lot of coaches, and so um, they tend to do like, they know that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I've got their content covered. So on mm -hmm. Tuesdays and Thursdays, they'll do a live or they'll, um, you know, post, you know, something um, so that they've got something going out there pretty much five days a week. So they, but they only have to worry about one or two times a week and I've got them covered on the rest mm -hmm. of it. So that's a, really a lot of what I'm doing right now is social media management. Um, and I'm trying to think what I've done in the past as a project. For instance, um, someone revamped their website and they needed it rewritten. So, um, you know, I work with, I have a team of um, contractors that I work with. I'm a contractor myself. Mm -hmm. And so if I need someone that knows WordPress, I have someone for that. I don't do WordPress personally. I do Kajabi or, um, I will do the copywriting or the copy editing personally, or I have a phenomenal copywriter that I can reach out to um, if the, my particular client can afford them, you know, that kind of thing. So I have a team of contractors that I can go to um, for what we need to do. And like you mentioned, a summit especially requires, you've got to know somebody who knows web design. You've got to know somebody who knows copywriting. You've got to know somebody who's techie and knows how to do the video editing or the audio editing and the uploading and downloading and converting of files and all of those technical things. So you, you've, um, you've got to have all those different pieces um, going at one time. And so basically I'm the one that knows where all the pieces are, who they are and where they go and what time they go. Um, and so as far as other project management that I've done in the past, um, as I mentioned, uh, website revision, mm -hmm. and that includes copywriting. Um, copy editing. Um, I've also done um, just building the building of like a sales page in Kajabi, creating um, the email sequence that goes out after someone opts into a particular mailing list or oh, um, the part offer that everybody like dislikes that. doing. <laughs> I know so many people right, well, hate doing the email sequence. <laughs> I'm one of them. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. that's something what a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs feel in that part because it's like, okay, where's the follow-up? And the, the emails have such it's they're so powerful. Uh, I don't know yes. about you, Angelique, but I read it's some of them that I just like go oh, like, okay, I have to read this and I end up signing for their stuff, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. And then I'm like, oh yeah, you have to do the same. Come on. <laughs> 
And you know, with this summit, you get a lot of emails, follow-up emails afterwards of those, those, you know, drip emails, or those yeah. email sequences. And if you don't have a good copywriter that knows how to capture those people right away, they're, they're not going to, cause you get inundated, inundated with email. So, yeah. um, you, uh, <laughs> you have to have somebody who can really capture the, the voice of the client. Mm -hmm. You have to have a good copywriter that can capture the voice of the client and has a nice writing style that will go, Oh, wait, wait, I'm not going to skip this email or click through it. I'm just going, I'm, I'm, what are they talking about? It grabs their interest. Yeah. That's yeah, really important. That, that's very important. It is just like when you get some emails that are really, really long and you never get to the end of it. And then you get emails that you're like, okay, quick, quick there. I don't know. I'm, I'm the type that prefer everything. Just, you know, give me what I need on the email, quick information, yeah. you know, and, and that's it. If not, my attention spam kind of goes, but everybody's different though, I suppose. We know everybody scrolls down to the end of the email to see what the deal is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I'm not going to read all that. I think, okay, so I either am invested in you, in you and you've, you've captured my, you know, respect or attention. I'm going to scroll to the bottom and see what the offer is. And yeah. um, I've even seen some email copywriters or maybe it's the, the actual um, entrepreneur themselves that are writing these emails. Um, and they, they are like, I know you just skipped the whole meal email and came down here. So here's the gist. And I'm like, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Let's be honest then. Everything is good. Right? <laughs> yeah. But we're really, busy. Let's go. Uh, well, like it is, it's just Angelica had somebody one of my one of my first coaches. I remember the emails were uh, like they were so long, right? And I'm like, I'm, I was sitting there. I remember I was doing my own using those templates. And I remember sitting there and I'm like, oh my God. I was like, I, I can barely go through this by writing it. I was like, I cannot imagine somebody who's going to sit there and read all this stuff. I was like, I thought they were too long. And I remember saying it to her. And this is like, we're talking about almost two, two and a half years ago. And I remember turning around to her and I was like, I think this is just too much. You know, but it, it was kind of, I was kind of on that point that I was like, I was just starting. So I didn't want to be again, you know, like telling my coach, I'm like, right. okay, I don't think this is right. But I was like, and I love reading, but I was like, I think this is just too much. And I remember I was like, I just can't, I, I couldn't, it took me, that's, I think since then I had a huge block when it came to email writing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I have worked with a lot of coaches and a lot of different, um, you know, niches and one thing I have seen across the board that's consistent is that in order to be a coach, you have to be a good communicator and you have to like communicating and be, um, be flexible at it. And so they love to write and they love to communicate and they think everybody else does too. Um, well, they don't think everybody else, most, most coaches are self-aware enough to know that not everybody is like them, most of them, but, um, yeah, so they just love to write and they have a lot to say and they have a lot to offer. And, um, and that's, I mean, that's a really true, true statement. They really do have a lot to offer. Um, but understanding your audience is so important, right? You have yeah. to know. So my audience is an entrepreneur and they're, they really only have 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night to look at email. They're not going to spend 30 minutes on one email reading yeah. the whole thing. They're yeah. not. 
you're not. No, that's yeah. true. That's absolutely true. Thanks for pointing that out. But it is, it is. If you are, if you're trying to write your emails and you still like, you can't afford to hire somebody to do it for you. Remember that. Remember what Angelique just said. You only have half an hour <laughs> during the morning and during the night. And as most people say, do not grab your phone during the morning. The first thing you do in the morning, which some of us do. But um, yeah, that's a different. <laughs> that's a different <laughs> thing there. Well, yeah, it depends on the business, right? You yeah. Know, if your if your business comes in through your email, then that's the first place you do go. Yeah. Well, I think it's all, it's a whole mindset. I think it's like, once you get to those steps that you already worked in your mindset that you, you, you don't lose yourself in comparison anymore. Then it's like, okay, well, we're in business. What the, what's the first yeah. thing I have to do in the morning? So, yeah. so Anjali, can I ask you one question as a social media management? Did you, do you find now that, uh, well, everything's just gotten really saturated at the moment? right mm-hmm. uh, with everybody mm-hmm. staying home and everything um do you feel like um people are, like do you think people are not being seen enough because i know the engagements have dropped as well and people post am i correct yeah i think what's happening is like you said social media is so saturated right now and it's so much more people are posting more than uh, we ever probably have before, like since Facebook started and social media started and people got on and it was this new shiny object, right? Well, now people just have so much time in their hands. (laughs) And um, so I I work with this awesome um, marketing company and um, I'm gonna give them a plug. They're virtual marketing experts and they're out of um, the St. Louis, Missouri area. And I do a lot of work with them. And so I kind of watch them as a gauge to what they do with their marketing personally. Um, And um, I just kind of use them as a, um, like a benchmark, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I see them doing is a lot more live videos right now because, and, and I've been doing more live videos since this all started, um, just because it's a lot easier to go live and talk about things than it is to try and type it all out and find a picture that will engage your audience and blah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So personally on my personal page, I've been going live almost every day and um, actually getting interaction. Now I used to go live every once in a great while and nobody would watch it and they'd all watch the replay because nobody's looking for me to go live. Well now that I've been doing it, now the expectation is there. Yes. And when people see that notification, Angelique's live, they actually go, look at mm. what she's doing. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I think, um, I think, yes, that I think engagement has dropped because it is flooded. And, um, you know, Facebook is having or did have some issues at the beginning of all of this with some of their algorithms. We're doing mm-hmm. some, um, unfortunately, we're deleting and blocking a lot of posts. And, um, I think that they're starting to work through that and getting through that. Um, but I think that what kind of messed up their AI was the fact that there was so much more going on in social media. People are posting more, they're commenting more and they are liking and and they're just interacting. They're more engaged. Yeah. And, um, because of the volume and I, I think the change in the behavior socially um, the algorithms weren't um, as effective. So I think it took some time for them to adjust is all. But I think the drop in, in engagement, again, is because uh, of what I see myself doing, and I have to assume a lot of other people are doing, 
is, and I'm not a social media management specialist, okay? I'm, I'm not a marketing specialist, but what I've observed in myself and my own behavior is that I will get on social media for the normal amount of time that I do, but I'm only getting through, um, like I'm not seeing the, the posts and the people that I used to interact with. Yes. I'm not even getting to that. see those yeah. posts anymore because there's all these other things in my feed now that didn't used to be there. Yes. I, I was just going to say exactly the same because I'm like, suddenly I was like, I have over, I think about over 2000 friends and I'm like, I want to interact. I always used to see the same people, which I love. And then suddenly I'm like, where's all these people coming from? <laughs> like, I, right. I had no idea we were friends. I, this is the first time I ever seen your stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I won't yeah, point that Facebook I was any scam. <laughs> Right. So Facebook's probably like, I don't even know what to show you. So I'm just going to show you everything and see what you pick. <laughs> right. So. It is not, it's, it's that. It just went like, poo. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, but I, I say like you, I had to put schedules to look at my social media as well. Cause I'm like, it, it got to a point that, you know what? I learned that a long time ago. It's like, okay, I need to schedule that as well. Because especially in this time, I think everybody just, just. It's I a think time some, suck. And not only that, I think some people are making themselves sick, you know, mm-hmm. psychologically, but um, let's not get yeah. into the whole topic because just like I'm just yeah. going to touch on shell eggs there. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do a solo podcast and talk about that because I have a lot of opinions about that being a mindset coach. Yeah. But um, okay, but actually going back to you, all right, and going back to your work and everything, how, how did you get started? How, what was that? Little push. Have you always been doing this, or was something there that you're like, oh, okay, let's let's change my life? Because a lot of people they start, especially because I want to encourage those women that want to start their business, especially at a time now. Do not start your business because it's a money thing. You know, uh, I think a lot of us entrepreneurs we started because there was something else more powerful behind it that we wanted to change yeah. our lives. You know, that there was yeah. something there that broke and we couldn't fix, but there was some, another opportunity that came out and you're like, okay, let's do this. Um, yeah. So my journey, open? yeah, my journey has been long. I have been, um, you know, working for going on 30 years and, um, in, in, in the, in the business field as a, you know, administrative support, um, role in administration you know, administration and, um, uh, gosh, where do I start? So I have always been one of those people that, um, I'm working probably one job, if not two or three, you know, and I've got an, at least one, one or two side hustles going. Um, there were parts of my life when I was, you know, I had small children where I would work from home. Like I would do Avon or I would do, Tupperware or, you know, something, I don't think I ever sold Tupperware, but you know, something to that, (laughs) (laughs) something to that effect. So I always, I've always had a side hustle. I mean, there's been very few times that I haven't had some kind of side business, even if I was working full time. Um, if I wasn't working full time, I was volunteering full time. I volunteered when my kids were little. I was a full time mom. I was the PTA person. I actually ran the computer lab at their grade school. And, you know, so I've always been a little geeky and nerdy and techie. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I love tech and I love learning new things. Um, and don't tell me I can't master something because that's the next thing I'll do. And um, yeah, and my husband, he knows this about me. He'll tell me, you can't do that. And then I just kind of look at him and I know he's playing me, right? But um, so uh, I, you know, I, I was in a position with a large healthcare system in St. Louis that I absolutely loved. I was very, very happy there. And I um, was interacting with a former co-worker, um, a former colleague. I actually didn't work with her, but I worked um, with her on a project. And um, so I knew her and I noticed that, you know, on LinkedIn, you get notifications that this person got, you know, a got a new job or yeah. got a raise or, or not a raise, but you know, whatever their ch title changed. Yeah. And I made a comment on it and, and she thought I was interested in a position that she had. Um, cause I said, Hey, I see you've got a new position. Tell me about it. And she thought I was talking about the position she was hiring for, but I didn't know she was hiring. And so, um, we got to talking and, um, she goes, I, I, you know, you should, you should apply. So I did. And, um, and they were, like I said, they were former colleagues from the same healthcare system. And I admired and respected them so much. I thought how great it would be to work with them. I just, you know, I'd worked with them on a project before and just loved working with them. Yeah. And they had these wonderful reputations. <laughs> so um, after being with this healthcare system for 20 years and being very happy with the position I was in, I decided... Um, I, I would do this change. It sounded really exciting. It was a little, a new company, um, fairly new <laughs> compared to um, some of the other, um, you know, other companies out there that I've worked for. And um, so long story short, I was there um, for about 18 months. And um, then last year in May, um, I attended an event, a live event, and I will always, always encourage people to utilize live events for your business. Um, life-changing, are they? Yes. Well, and, they, and research shows that they give you the most bang for your marketing buck. Mm. You're going to get the most out of a live event than you will any other type of marketing or advertising. Yep. Um, and, and so I truly believe that. And but this particular event was different. Like I'd been to conferences before and I thought that's what this was. This is an educational conference. They're probably going to have somebody there trying to sell me something or they'll have vendors there, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We've all been to them. Yeah. And, um, and I was in, you know, I was in day one and things felt different. I was like, this is kind of different. This is not the usual um, like I'd gone to a, a, a conference every year and it was, you know, a little clicky. And, um, if you weren't in, you know, this particular crowd or whatever, and, um, it just didn't, you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't that it was better. It was, it was just so cool. And so, um, it was about becoming a virtual assistant. Well, I'm, we, we, at the time I worked with virtual assistants. So I thought, I'll go, I'll learn. I'm, I'm sure I can learn something for myself and mm -hmm. glean something for my coworkers as well. And, um, it turned out, um, my, all my life I've wanted to have a nonprofit and I'm 50 years old, proud and gray. And, uh, <laughs> you're awesome. I still haven't, you know, <laughs> I still haven't done that. And, 
um, I was working um, overtime um, voluntarily and um, and I decided when when I left there I was like okay I talked to my husband and, and he was he is very supportive of of um, of me of what I you know the things I want to do because I've always got some crazy idea right <laughs> I've always got some side thing that I'm doing um, so uh, I decided you know maybe the difference between I've always had those side hustles, but they've never been like crazy successful. And I thought, you know what? Let me test this out. Let me test out this system. And I was still a little skeptical. I'll be honest. Mm. Um, mind you, not anymore. That is past tense. Um, but I thought, you know, maybe I'm just missing something along the line here. And part of the, part of the, um, uh, the program was a business coach. So I thought, you know what? I've never had a business coach and I work in the coaching industry. I support executive corporate coaches. I'll, yeah. you know, I know there's value in coaching. So I said, you know what? Maybe that's the, maybe that's what I need to do. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to stop working all that overtime in my corporate position and I'm going to apply those extra hours every week. And I'm going to start another side hustle so that I can start my nonprofit and what I, what in my, in my thinking was, I'm going to partner with a, an existing nonprofit that I'm passionate about and um, support them until I can get to the point where I can start my own, right? And that was the goal. <laughs> and then about, um, let's see, that was in May. So then in October, I got fired. And um, I uh, suddenly my hands to finish this program and, and the training, the teaching and the coaching. So I did that. I, I hunkered down and for, for, um, the past that all six up months, at the same time, all that was happening all at the same time, you getting yes. fired, the course, everything. Right. So I started the coaching in May yes. and it, it, it ended right about the same time I got fired. Wow. Wow. <laughs> But then I was like, okay, anybody fine. who believes in coincidence, they do not exist. These are things that are supposed right. to happen in life. Yeah. yeah. So um, I I decided, well, that's okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take this side hustle and create a business out of it. And so the pat and my goal was to replace my income by the end of the year. Now, mind you, I'm a little bit of an overachiever. Obviously, no one can replace their income in three months. So it's been six months. I haven't completely replaced my income, but, um, uh, you know, I'm on a really nice, um, curve and I'm very happy with the way that my business is growing. And, um, because I think if you grow too fast, that that's not good either. Um, and so it's been, it's just been really, really, um, a wonderful experience. Now it hasn't been, I'm not going to say it's been easy. Mm -hmm. but I have Thank learned you. so much Thank about you. myself and about now I've all, I'm a single, basically I have three older brothers, but the youngest was 15 when I was born. So I really didn't have any siblings at home. I was an only child. So I was raised to be very independent. Um, so, you know, I'm, a, I'm not a, one of those people. I'm not much of a follower. <laughs> Might be why I got fired. No. But anyway, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's like you're talking to your soul sister. I was like, I'm absolutely loving you now, Angelique. I was like, it's kind of like the story of my life. I'm like, yay. 
But I think you, you are so, so, so right because you, it has to come from a place of passion and what makes you happy yes. and what makes you get up, want to get up in the morning and work. And what is that work? Does it light your fire or does, you know, do you dread having to, oh my God, I have another podcast interview today. No, yeah. no, yes. I was, I'm, I love doing <laughs> podcast interviews. I absolutely love doing this stuff. So, um, in any case, you know, then another wrench, another wrench in, in the process was, um, about back in February, my husband lost his job and he got laid off. So normally it wouldn't be a big deal <laughs> because, you know, one of us was always working full time. Right. Um, and so we were like, okay, we're not living paycheck to paycheck. We're fine. We can do this until we find another job. But the fact that I was transitioning out of one job and starting a new business and the income isn't, you know, what it, what it was. Um, and then for him to lose his job. Now it took him six weeks. He finally found another job. Unfortunately, that job was on the other side of the continent. Um, well, I shouldn't say continent, but we lived in the Midwest and the job is in Florida. Now I was born in Florida. I didn't have a problem coming down here with him. Um, so we packed up and came down here so he could take this really, really good job, making a lot more money than he was before. So, um, you know, everything and the really nice thing, you know what the awesome thing is about my job? What? It came with me. Yes. It's yes. remote. Yes. I yes. can do it from anywhere. I don't have to be in one location or another. Now he does. So I come with him, right? I could have stayed back home. Um, but, um, it was an opportunity to, to come to warmer weather. And I, I was thinking, why would I pass that up? I wouldn't, no, yeah. and, you know, plus it was, it's just cheaper for us to stay in one place together than it is for two of us. So financially it was like, okay, this is what we got to do. Um, so here I am today. Um, like I said, I'm about six months in and um, I absolutely love it. Um, some days are better than others. Always any job, any career you're going to have, you're going to have good days and bad days. You're going to have days that are harder than others or frustrating or better or whatever. But, um, I absolutely agree with you. You have to follow your passion. You have to find that one thing. And that's one of the things in the program that I signed up for. Um, and again, another shameless plug, if that's okay. Of course, yes. <laughs> um, the program that I um, that I uh, that that restarted my life, and I'm not going to cry. That restarted my life um, is called Virtual Expert Training, and it's by a woman named Kathy Guggenauer. And one of the things that you know, we do this in coaching. We do this in coaching. We say, name one person that you admire, that you um, really respect, and that you just you just want to be them when you grow up. Mm. And so that was asked of me during, um, when I was with the coaching firm and I couldn't really come up with anyone. Like I had people that, you know, that you, that you read and you're like, Oh yeah, I agree with that. That's awesome. But then you're like, eh, I don't know about that other part. Right. <laughs> so then I met Kathy Guggenauer and she's my freaking hero. Okay. She is my, heroine. I admire this woman so, 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 so much. And, um, I think, and because you know what, she's out there to do exactly what I want to do. I want to help women 
empower themselves to to be the best that they can be it sounds kind of cliche now but be your best oh, you oprah but I um know, but it, it's true it's, it's true. true yeah um, it is true so. and it's like i wish we could put it in different words but it's it's the best way to describe it when you actually want want that woman to feel in in some sort of way what you feeling when you started this journey you know that oh my god i can do this that no matter what you know barriers any any mistakes any failures anything that comes my way i can overcome and i can bring the best out of me that you can start looking at things a different perspective you know like you said you're like okay you lost your job but you're i have this other thing that i started let's give it a go let's go for it you know and do it because okay i find something that i love i find something that you know makes me get out of bed every morning and i love how you mm -hmm. say it you're like okay as much as overachievers as some of us are, because when I started my business, I was like you. I thought in three months, I was like, I was out there. I was like, this is it. This is me. I was like, I put the work. I was like nonstop for like three, four, a whole year. And I was still not seeing the results, you know, because I was doing the, I was doing more things and things that weren't actually what I needed to do <laughs> instead of the things that I was right. supposed to spending time on. And that's what a lot of us do at the beginning, because we're still afraid to show ourselves that we're, power you know everything that we have it's, it's a little bit daunting at the beginning until you start like you said discovering all these things yeah. by yourself getting to know yourself going to know what you're capable what you need to work on you know everything is just a, a constant process to grow and learn yeah and that's one of the things one of the first things that um kathy does as you and, and I know in the corporate environment where executive coaches do the same thing, they have their client take an assessment or two or three or whatever to look at their strengths, their weaknesses, their, their, you know, um, their personality types and things like that, the way they cope with stress, all of those, you know, what motivates them and um, how they handle conflict. And so one of the first things she does is, is she just digs down in there and she helps you find uh, what it is that you're passionate about, not what necessarily what you're good at, because sometimes what yeah. we're good at isn't what makes us happy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. like when you're doing your job and you're doing a good job and you're doing a good job because you have a good work ethic. Yeah. But you yeah. don't necessarily enjoy that job. Yeah. But the better you do, the more they give you that job. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, more compli <laughs> the more compliments you get. And it's like, really, I know I'm doing this okay. I don't need this compliment. I really want to do right. something else. I know the feeling. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, and she, she's very cognizant of that, to notice that, you know, it's not necessarily what you're good at that makes you happy. But what really makes you happy? Now go get good at that. Yes. And it's okay to not be good at it at first. Yeah. And it's okay if you find out you thought you would really love doing something and it turns out you don't like doing it either. So <laughs> guess what? Let's go find something else that, you know, you're passionate about. So, um, you know, it is a journey and it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay for us um, to, you know, um, change our minds. And, um, you know, I, I know there's an old saying, I remember my mom saying this, you know, it's a woman's prerogative, prerogative to change your mind. Um, well, guess what? It still is. And um, I think one of the things that I really, um, that really, really bothered me about the corporate environment and any corporate environment I've been in, but especially, um, I worked in finance before, <laughs> um, 
was um, what Jen Kim calls pink slime, but it basically it's this this um, attitude among females and female executives um, that you know that there's this competition yeah. that you have to compete with someone yeah. that you you have to be better than them and um, that you can't you can't support someone else um, without affecting your own success yeah. and that's so 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 untrue you can be your coworkers best fan be their cheerleader help them and it does not defer from your success people yeah angelique it but i think not. it doesn't at all but i think that's that's something it's 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 a self-development work that people need to do that we all needed to do at some point in our lives i think it's just it's 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 a lack of self-confidence that we project on others when we do that, mm -hmm. you know? And I think you say in the corporate world, I never worked in the corporate world. I worked as a waitress, as a bartender, bar manager for years. And it's the same, it's the same in that environment as well. It was always the yeah, competition with the girls. And I'm like, especially when I became a manager, it was that. And I was like, we don't need to compete. I'm here to help you actually. I'm like, I don't even want this job. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> I don't even want it, but it's just been told that I'm so good at it that I'm like, okay, I'll take it. And then I regretted it because I worked double the hours for less than money. And I'm like, ah, you know, but it is, I think it's, 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 it's a work. It's a self, it's something we have to work on ourselves to get rid of that. Especially, you know, when we brought up things, it's always saying like, oh yeah, well, girls are always so jealous about each other and girls can't be friends with girls and blah, blah, blah. And it's always this thing that it's already kind of, in society inculcated that girls compete with one another since we were kids and i'm like that's not true it's like i said it. it's like somebody rises we all rise together you know you see somebody doing good and you that's want right. to get there you want to and that person wants you to get there as well no so you and i are on video so you you may or may not be able to see this but this is from an event that i helped with not too long ago yeah but it's a um it's a cup and it says together we all rise higher and um i'm telling you really you you you're not hurting yourself by helping someone else i i um i just if anything you are helping yourself yeah. and you're making yourself more valuable to others you're Absolutely. you're creating your own value you are increasing your own value by helping other people and um yeah so that was one, another thing that um that happened to me and i was just like you know what <laughs> um you can call it self-competition you can call it whatever you want um because a lot of people are like well i'm not competing with mm -hmm. you i'm competing with myself when you when you are choosing to neglect or not support someone else because of your own quote unquote self-competition, then, um, you know, I'm sorry, that's pink slime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Angelique, we're going to close up this podcast. It's been amazing. I could be talking to you forever. <laughs> I'm like, you can go in forever. <laughs> I'm like, I know. But because uh, I was like, I will do it for 25 or 30 minutes. It's already been almost 40 minutes. So it's been a great conversation. What? I know, right? Wow. And I was like, I only had to check it just in case. And I was like, okay. Angelique, would you tell the audience uh, where they can find you if they want to work with you, character, do your copywriting, your emails, <laughs> et 
That's awesome. Yeah. So if uh, you want to find well, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. So um, it's Virtual Executive Accelerated Solutions. Mm -hmm. And like I, as I mentioned before, we are rebranding um, and that rebranding will launch um, hopefully by the end of April and that rebranding will be, I will now be Lady Powerhouse <laughs> <laughs> Solutions instead okay. of Virtual Executive Accelerated Solutions. All right. But right now you're still looking for Virtual Executive Accelerated Solutions. And I've repeated that several times because there are so many words. Um, and I'm on Facebook, I'm mm -hmm. on LinkedIn, I'm on Pinterest, I'm on Alignable. If you haven't heard of that yet, check it out. I'm on Alignable. And um, the website is ladypowerhouse.com. And again, it's still under construction, but it should be live very, very, very soon. Okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think that's probably, that's it for my social media channels. I'm also on um, Instagram personally and Twitter. Um, so if you want to look for me there personally, you certainly, most certainly can. Um, and that's Angelique Viesman. Okay, perfect. So we'll put the links anyways. We'll drop the links on the podcast, on the podcast review. Uh, and yes, and we'll put to contact you on Facebook. At least you have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So those are great places to find you anyways. Yes. Angelique, it's been an amazing, amazing interview. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast. You're very welcome. It's been a pleasure. Okay. Well, we'll see you again. And thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll catch you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you got great value from this interview. And if you'd like to ask us anything related to mindset and business, uh, share your thoughts, or simply become a guest on this podcast, you can contact me at www.mariacrowser.com. Please share this podcast, bring your friends in and make sure you subscribe. That way you can get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. You can find us in all your favorite platforms and you can also find us on YouTube. This is Maria C. Krause, Mindset and Business Mentor and the founder and owner of a Genuine Strength Podcast and Online Magazine. I'm sending you tons of love and virtual hugs wherever in the world you are. See you soon.